Pretty Dece, Pretty Dece, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. Oblivion Song is a new comic series that has captured my imagination and excited me more than any other comic in recent memory. What's up everybody, I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. This is Pretty Dece, your daily entertainment and pop culture show. And today, yes, we are talking comic books and we're talking about the comic Oblivion Song. It's the new book that is coming from Robert Kirkman, written by Robert Kirkman. You might know his name because he is the creator of The Walking Dead. Of course, a long-running comic series that's now turned into a long-running TV series that's, you know, spawned a, a, a second TV series from that. It is this huge megalith of a property uh, that's incredibly, incredibly popular. So anyone pays attention now when Kirkman puts out a new book, and we've gotten the first six issues so far of Oblivion Song, the first trade paperback, the first volume collecting those six issues is actually out today, so you can go check that out and read it. The art in this book is by Lorenzo De Felici, and it's actually his first work in American comics entirely, so has never done an American comic at all, and his first book is with Robert Kirkman for Image Comics. That's a pretty huge jump here. Um, I really, really love his art. Obviously, I'd never seen any of it before, but very strikingly beautiful. He draws these crazy, mind-bending monsters with this really flowing, organic style that's very unique and very cool. And he does a really good job at, at, at uh, sort of drawing very striking human emotion. So a lot of anguish on people's faces, and you can really tell when someone's really ticked off about something. He does a really good job of that, while still kind of having this, like, very kind of line-heavy style in, in, in faces as well. It really looks like people have been through a lot. I'm a really big fan of his art from these first six issues and really excited to see more as he kind of gets his footing even further into this entire genre and it really gets a feel for this book. Kirkman actually talks about in the in the first issue how he'd been watching um, watching the online profiles of, of of Lorenzo for a long time, kind of internet stalking him, and then eventually, finally, years later, decided to send him a message, say, "Hey, I'd like to do a project. Would you consider drawing it?" And that's the start of Oblivion Song. So very cool. So what's this book about? So I I really am a big fan of this book. Let's break down the premise. Basically, one day, without warning, a large chunk of Philadelphia just disappeared. Later, they found out that it disappeared into another dimension, but it was basically this cataclysmic event. Monsters showed up very briefly, and then suddenly, as if you'd taken a knife and chopped out a section of the city, all of the city was gone. 300,000 people were also gone with it. The book actually opens 10 years after those events. So they've long since figured out that the people that were, that were missing in this cataclysmic event weren't dead and all the buildings that were transported weren't gone. They were taken to another dimension, which they call Oblivion. And they, they weren't killed. Those people are still alive, potentially, in this other dimension. 
They've also figured out how to get to that, uh, that other dimension and how to bring people back if they can find them. So they got a lot of people out in the first couple years after discovering all of this, and the program where people were being rescued did a lot of good work for a while, rescued a lot of people, but now, years afterwards, 10 years after the, the initial event, that program has been defunded. So it's still running in a kind of un unsanctioned state by a one man, and that's Nathan Cole. So he's still going into oblivion, he's still rescuing people, that's how the first issue actually opens up. He's actually tracking people down, trying to save them in oblivion. But he's doing it alone, essentially, without any help, without any funding. And that's kind of really the, the start of the, of the book, the conflict. He thinks there's still a lot of people that can be saved, and the rest of the world, the government, has kind of moved on. They've kind of written those people off after 10 years. Now, there's a lot of crazy twists and turns in literally every single issue. I'd love to tell you about the insane things you find out at the end of issue six, but obviously I won't spoil it. I want you to go on that journey yourself. But I will tell you that it's a, it's a really fascinating concept for a comic series. Kirkman obviously does Wasteland Apocalypse very well. He's really honed that to a T in, in, in his other series. And this is a bit of that. You, you get the stranded people in oblivion, they formed a new society, you get the crazy, you know, uh, monsters that are attacking and, and people just trying to survive. But also we get a world that has gone through a great tragedy years ago and now has kind of mostly moved on. The transference, as they call the big cataclysmic event, uh, was a great tragedy, but again, happened years ago. It's a thing that monuments have been made for and movies have been created about, but for the most part now, it's kind of just a, a footnote in history. Yes, it scarred the, the psyche of, of America. Yes, it shaped the country, but, but really a lot of those wounds have kind of smoothed over and it's just a story that they can tell people now. So we kind of have both sides of that coin. We have people who are still affected by this horrible event, people who are still living literally in that horrible event, and also people who are kind of trying to move on, trying to, to pick up their lives and, and forget that that ever happened. It really is a, a, a nice kind of allegory to post 9-11 America, which I think is a completely intentional uh, thing that Kirkman is aiming for. He really wants it to feel like a world that is, has gone through a great tragedy and is trying to pick up the pieces afterwards. And that's really unlike any comic that I've ever read before. You either get, you know, modern day, current times trying to tell a real world story, or you get something fantastical like's happening in Oblivion, but to get both kind of joined together and it affecting everyone in different ways is very unique and very interesting. I really love the fact that we jump between those things. Also, all the characters in this series are very fleshed out. They feel like very real people, even in the first six issues. Um, Nathan is a hero, he's going into oblivion, he's rescuing people, but we find out as the series goes on, he has some pretty messed up motivations. Um, the people who've returned from oblivion, they don't just live happily ever, ever after, they're struggling with life. Some of them don't even want to come back, so you have this extra layer of Nathan is rescuing people, but is he doing the right thing? Is he doing the moral thing? 
do they want to come back? Are they going to assimilate back into society? How do they cope with this? The book seems to really be getting into some of that coping and, and reinserting yourself into the world. Um, other characters are having to deal with the fact that they lost loved ones to this transference and then years later, maybe they come back. And how, how do you reinsert that person into your life? How do you address the things that have changed in your life since that person has been gone? Again, that's, that's a gray area. It's very murky. The, the, every character in this story has some shade of gray, has tons of difficult choices that they have to go through, that they have to make throughout the book, and it makes them all feel very real and very fleshed out. So just like in Kirkman's other books, the characters are very real, make very real decisions, and don't feel like just comic book characters. They feel like real people that make mistakes and have to live with those mistakes. So I am definitely loving this book. Cannot say enough good things about it. Uh, it's truly fantastic. I can't wait to sit down and read issue seven, which just came out. And then of course, if you haven't read any of it, the first trade paperback is also out. Go check that out. It's only eight bucks. Try it out. I promise you will not be disappointed. Plus you'll get in on the ground floor, getting to act like a know-it-all hipster when the series eventually gets made into the movie or TV show that we all know it's going to get made into. So that's gonna do it for Pretty Dece for today. Thank you very much for joining me to hear about Oblivion Song, this new awesome comic series from Robert Kirkman. If you want to support the show, help keep this show on the air, help make this show a reality, you can do so. Visit prettydeceshow.com slash listener support to find out all of those details and all the cool stuff that you get for supporting. You can also listen to the show, of course, in podcast form wherever you get your podcasts, or you can watch it in video form on YouTube. You can search for Pretty Dece on YouTube or just visit prettydeceshow.com slash video to find that. And of course, you can find me on social media. Hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Pretty Dece Show.